Today's season preview video is for the Brisbane Broncos. We look ahead for their 2023 season. Joined once again by Luke from the Rugby League Lounge. And if you haven't done so already, please go ahead and give him uh, a like or a follow on Instagram. Uh, and then the same with League of Inches, we're available on anywhere you find your podcast. We're available on YouTube. We're available also on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. The Broncos, and I don't think the fans want to remember last year too much. Look, they did improve from from the year before. The only only way was basically up for them. But, geez, they were, they were basically penned in for a final spot and somehow found a way not to make it. And you sort of got to laugh because it was just in that situation, it was almost impossible for them to do it. But in the back of, I think, most fans' mind, we sort of could see it coming. It was like a crash course and it was just, it was crazy to watch, but you just sort of knew every week, oh yeah, they'll lose it. They'll find a way to lose it. I think there was a couple of games that they were up by like 10 or 12 with yeah. like maybe 10 to go. And you just in new, you're like, nah, they'll lose this. They'll find something to, to do here and they'll lose this. So they've got some interesting games. They've got Reese Walsh coming from the Warriors. They've got Jesse Arthur is back from the Warriors after his loan spell. Jock, Jock Madden, for mine, a young prospect, could be a nice signing for him in the future. Um, he's screaming for an opportunity, for a chance, but I don't know if he'll get in the way of Ezra Mann or uh, Reynolds at the moment there. But um, And then Tapao, obviously, last well, last week signed with him. But they've lost sort of some, some players as well. Where are you at with the Broncos? Are you thinking they can finally right their wrongs and, and edge into the eight or... Is there a possible? They're, they're pretty much sitting halfway, so they're either going up or down. So, I think for me, it's a hat trick of downward slope. So, like yeah. in terms of manly dreams now, the Broncos, just culture, just everything of the culture at the moment just seems in tatters. Yeah. And then there's a couple of factors we go, now, hang on a second. These, like, you obviously Reynolds was the big inclusion last year, and that's why I always have hesitations. Like, God, oh, I value Reynolds a lot. Um, and also that he wanted to go there. Like, obviously, you you do choose to sign your contract. Like, I'm not surprised anyone there. But um, he took on the challenge. He knew that there was going to be challenges. Um, and we did see last year he played some fantastic footy. You also got to put in the fact that, though, he does have injury concerns um, as well. So I am thinking the downward slope. I think there's some young players that need that real leadership. And obviously, they were nicknamed the Baby Broncos for a long time. Um, lots of Jordan Ricky really needs to prove himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with Jordan Ricky, Jordan Ricky is a fantastic talent. Why I'm just giving him insight. He was over, so not too far from where I live. Um, so I was living over in Christchurch where he was playing footy. Freak of a talent. Like he was like one of those guys. He just stood out. But and like you just see stuff like him doing chip kicks and you know showing off all the skills and all that and. Yeah, and then I think sometimes he's relied on that natural brilliance a bit, and he's learning a, a bit a bit about himself and what it takes to be that just that role player, second rower. Uh, I feel like he did make strides last year, um, but yeah, he was playing against guys like Griffin Neem, who's a yeah. good mate of mine that playing the Cowboys and and that. But yeah, so I really want Jordan Ricky um, to succeed. Um, so hopefully, and with Reynolds next to him, but he's just another example. Obviously, Cobo needs to bounce back from his comments. I will say, if the Broncos surprise us or surprise myself and think, right, they make the eight, I reckon the big 
reason will be this Paddy Carrigan is special. I think he is a fantastic leader. We saw him at Origin, and we saw, I actually think the most significant thing was we saw when he got injured in the end of last year, is no coincidence that the drop-off happened when he so yeah. when he got injured. So for me, it was suspension, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it injury? Uh, yeah. No. No, yeah, it was, it was suspension. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, like, and I'm putting, you know, I'm putting my eggs in both baskets here. Yeah. But, yeah, I think he will be that guy that we look at. I feel like that's appropriate comment there with the Broncos is putting sort of eggs in both baskets. That's sort of where I'm at with them is that I, I, there's a well, I'll have a post out next week for the page, but a little sneak peek into it is we ran the polls and that for teams where they'll finish on the ladder, et cetera. And the League, League of Interest fans actually have put the Broncos to come eighth. So they they think they'll actually make the eight this year and, and right the wrongs of last year. And I've sort of got them on that eighth to maybe eleventh yeah. and in that sort of that bracket. And I've got them I've got them bottom four at the moment. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the real, like, haven't really sat down and mapped yeah. it out, but I've got a bottom four feel. But I, I can also see where you're coming from with that because for mine, and I think about it, the culture for mine, I'm with you. It, it's it's sh- it's shocking. It's shit house, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you can't have these players coming out, and it's not the first time saying these comments about their coach. Like, the successful clubs, we have not heard that ever. We don't hear players coming out. Um, like any Penrith players coming out saying about Cleary, we don't hear Storm players coming out saying about Bellamy and they're clubs that hold themselves at the highest of regards and the Broncos were this 10, 15 years ago but they've slowly let themselves slip so now that the players are allowed to basically do this stuff like 10, 15 years ago you can, can't sit there and say players like Lockyer and that would have gone on a podcast if they were around back then and said those sorts of comments because they knew they would have known that the punishments there would have been severe. And instead of punishments from, say, Cobo's point of view, the, the club basically has come out and enforced players to front media to say they like the coach and they back the coach. We all know why they're doing that because yeah. the club's come out and said, put it out there and, and show you back the coach. It's For mine, I would have preferred the club to come out and say, uh, we're aware of the, the comments made. Cobo's been punished in-house by the club. Um, so the, the, the matter's been resolved. We don't need to hear the sort of the fake baloney that, that comes out of clubs. We all know it now and, and push the coach. I think massive pressure now on Walters because if they don't start well, there's a few teams we keep saying this about, but this one, they're crucial because they're coming off losing, what, eight out of the last nine or ten or something last year and then – this year, if they start losing at the start, that's going to be a big losing streak. He like as much as the Broncos love him, he you'll have to part ways with him because mm-hmm. you can't keep that losing going, knowing that these comments are slowly leaking out by players. It has to everyone will start thinking there's got to be something wrong here. So yeah. um I can see where you're coming from with it. And and the more I sort of think about it, the more I'm I'm starting to lean your way. But um It'll be interesting with the Bronx. Oh, I think they're in for a really interesting year, but 